Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio on their Nothing But Net channel every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Also, check out Five Reasons YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. You get all of our latest episodes, including Before Floor, an hour before every Heat game. Post up five hours as soon as the Heat game ends. Also, FiveReasonsSports.com. Make sure you spell that one out. Get the latest uh, content on all the South Florida sports without a paywall. And check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. That includes our friends over at Therapist Preferred. If you want premium CBD, this is the place. Go to therapistpreferred.com. Use the code 5RSN. That's the number 5RSN. You'll get 25% off at therapistpreferred.com on the tincture, the gummies, the sports cream for rest, for recovery, for sleep. They have all of it there. It's therapistpreferred.com. Use the code 5, that's the number 5RSN. And now, tonight's episode. Down to Five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got them all banned. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. Welcome back to Five on the Floor. I am your host, Greg Sylvander. Tonight's floor plan with me, not Ethan, not Alex, not Brady. They are covering you uh, live at FTX Arena with all of the post-game availability as it relates to the Atlanta Hawks and Miami Heat. Um, but with me is Jonathan Romlikon. You, you find him on a ton of other programming around the network. He goes um, by three-piece combo on Twitter, so make sure you give him a follow. Uh, but Jonathan is um, one of the my favorite Miami Heat opinions on the network and um, a frequent uh, participant in our before floor pregame show. So you guys know him well. Jonathan, thank you for joining me as we get to recap Heat and Five. And you know, you know, I like Heat and Five. Heat and Five. So no, Jimmy, that popped up out of nowhere. It's not serious, y'all. Relax. If this was something where they needed him to play, he could play. But they felt like they could get this done at home. Uh, they felt like they had the necessary momentum the way that the last game ended. And so they uh, not only rested Kyle, who would have not played in this series, and uh, thank goodness that there's not going to be another game until Monday because um, he needs uh, every day that he can get. Uh, even next Monday, I think is going to be a damn stretch to get him back on the court. But Jimmy, Jimmy's good to go. Um, Jonathan, let's start with early in the game, what your thoughts were as things started to unfold. Atlanta looked like they were going to give Miami trouble at times. I know that people got cranky on Twitter, which that is a very small 
subset of the entire heat fan base. So I'm not trying to just hold us all to the heat Twitter vacuum, but then Victor Oladipo started to, to turn it up. What were your initial impressions off the cuff as the game started today? And then like, we got to get, we got to dive right into Depot because you're on this episode. So it's Victor Oladipo time. Yes. So before we get into Oladipo, uh, what I saw from the beginning of the game was Miami struggling to get in to an offensive flow. Oladipo was doing a great job making individual plays in that first quarter. He came out firing. I think he had eight points in that first quarter. He might've had more than that, but he was just phenomenal in that first quarter. But what we saw from the rest of the team, Miami over six from three and they got out rebounded 16 to 11. So Bam was doing a really good job cleaning up the glass, but outside of him, the team wasn't giving that necessary effort on the glass. And to your point, Atlanta was doing a good job just keeping the game close. Trey Young didn't necessarily have much going, but it was the other guys all game long, like DeAndre Hunter, that kept them close. And in the first quarter, like you said, just to keep it in this early set, uh, it was just a struggle. And we saw them miss Jimmy and miss Kyle. But as we'll talk about soon forward, they started to get into that offensive flow and started to get that ball moving. Yeah, so this was one that I know was annoying early on, Heat fans. Um, I know that, like, when it was uh, Hawks up one after one, I know the Heat um, had a really uh, good second quarter. They played about even in the third. And then, you know, um, Atlanta made a run late, and people got the dirty pants a bit. But I, I really felt like the Heat controlled this game from start to finish. There wasn't like that moment where I thought, oh, gosh, like they're not they look out of sorts to the point where they're not in control. So that was encouraging, considering that, like the two guys you think that would make everyone calm down most, Kyle and Jimmy, were both out. I thought that it's really encouraging to see that from those guys. Um, Bam stepped up big in terms of playing heavy minutes staying just enough out of foul trouble to get 20 and 11, uh, four assists. Max played big. Um, we're going to go through some of these individual players. I want to talk about what the Heat did to Trey Young throughout this series because I think that that's informative on what they can do to a volume score um, in, a, in a subsequent series going forward. Um, but before we start uh, with some of the player by player stuff and really kind of uh, put a bow on this Atlanta series, because a lot of what we're going to do for five on the floor throughout the rest of this week is going to be looking ahead um, as we hope Toronto continues to make that as big a series and as long a series for Philadelphia as possible. But want to tell you about one of the great sponsors of five on the floor and the five reasons sports network. And that is prize picks, my favorite daily fantasy app on planet earth. I play it every single day. Uh, you can uh, mix and match sports. I'm an NFL and NBA guy. So really for me right now, it's a lot of NBA plays, but you can do two pick power plays. You can do three pick, four pick, four pick, uh, five pick flex plays uh, so that um, you essentially choose all your favorite players. They give you the statistics, you choose over and under, and then depending on how many you can get right on the same ticket, you can win up to 10 times, 20 times your money, depending on some of the promos they have going on. But here's the key, y'all. You've got to use the code 5, F-I-V-E. That will double your initial deposit up to $100. So that's a good way for you to get some free money to play with right off the cuff. Um, 
tonight. Had you taken the over on Victor Oladipo, I think it was 11 and a half points. You would have hit on that one right off the, uh, off the bat. They have cool stuff like on Taco Tuesday, you'll get a discounted player where their projection will be lower than what they normally would hit. So they do a lot of cool stuff across a lot of cool sports. Again, that's prizepicks.com. Download, download the app wherever you get your apps and use the code 5, F-I-V-E, to double your initial deposit. Again, daily fantasy made easy at prize picks. So um, we're going to go player by player here, but to just do it in the vacuum of a series against an Atlanta Hawks team that was inferior, like let's be frank, they're not a defensive team that is going to, I mean, like we saw it today that they could have Kyle and Jimmy out and they still figure it out, even if it's clunky at times. So Jonathan, like as we dive into this and we look at the box score for tonight and we talk about what guys did, I thought Caleb had his moments. He had a nice little dunk there along the way. Um, even Gabe had some moments where he stepped up. What for, from your perspective, are you taking away from this series, no matter who they play in the next series that you think is going to translate and be something that we really should watch for to impact to go forward? Well, I think there's a couple of things. First and foremost, uh, it's that this defense is legit in a playoff environment. And we saw it all year long during the regular season, but we saw specifically in this series and, and in this game that the Heat were able to control the pace with their defense, with the tone they set on the defensive end. And even if they're not able to necessarily execute the best offensive plays, they don't have a bunch of three-level scorers, they're still able to hold off the other team enough defensively until they can get things going back on the offensive end. So I think first and foremost that. Uh, but I think the second thing that's very encouraging for this team is that we haven't really seen them hit their their flow yet as a, as a full team. They've seen, you know, multiple individual performances, of course, by Jimmy Butler. We've seen uh, performances from Duncan Robinson, and we've seen spurts from other players. You mentioned Caleb Martin. We saw a spurt from him tonight. We get a bunch of Max Strews spurts throughout this series. But I think we still have it's, – it's encouraging to know that this team still has a way to go because we haven't necessarily even seen a Tyler Hero game, and we're going into the second round. So those are just a couple of the things that I think are uh, really encouraging. Um in going into this second or going into this series in the Eastern Conference semifinals. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7 Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What the hell is Spo going to do with this Oladipo situation? He looks good enough to where it's hard to just sit him. But if Lowry and Jimmy played tonight, I don't know where his role would have been. How do you think Spolstra handles that immediately? Do you think that it goes right back to normal? Or do you think that Oladipo has shown enough to where he'll get an early call? maybe in game one against uh, whoever advances in that Philadelphia Toronto matchup. I think there's a couple ways you can go for this because when you're looking at Oladipo, the first thing when you're, you know, when you're bringing him in into this role is you're not necessarily looking at him to give you a bunch of offense, although that is a bonus, right? What he was really good at in this series was guarding Trey young and anybody that he was switched onto. Like that was the first thing that I noticed is coming off the bench 
he was able to get that chemistry with the unit that was out there defensively. And we know sometimes that can be hard because players start to lack a little bit of communication with a guy they don't play with as much. But with Oladipo coming in, it was a very seamless transition and defensively things looked really good. But I think what we can, you know, think coach can do moving forward is when Gabe Vincent isn't able to necessarily give you the switchability because Oladipo is a little bit longer, right? He's a little bit taller. And he can switch one through three a little more effective, in my opinion, than somebody like Gabe Vincent, who's also a phenomenal player. But if Gabe Vincent is, you know, not have hitting his shot and he's not hit, you know, able to guard all the players that he's going to be switched onto, I think that's a good break glass in case of emergency. You have Oladipo there for Gabe Vincent. I don't know if you, you bring him on there yet with Jimmy and Kyle, because one thing I did notice tonight is that he is still a ball stopper, right? He's going to make good good individual assist plays like we saw at the end of the game. He found Bam, but he's still a ball stopper. And for this team that operates so heavily on ball movement, I don't want to mess that chemistry up. I don't think you just bring him in right yet, even though I thought he had a phenomenal performance tonight. It, it, that's a tough scenario. Like, as you say that out loud, it really resonates that like he he looks so good that it's like you don't you're not sitting him because he's not playing well or he's not good enough to be playing. But I just don't know, to your point, the way that this team has built chemistry, unless things come out really sluggish that you just insert him right away. But if Tyler is, doesn't have it going, if there's foul trouble, if there's injuries, this Kyle thing with the hamstring, I mean, like, listen, hamstrings take two days. Sometimes they take two to three weeks. Like, look back through. I mean, I think average uh, days missed are, are, are 12 for an NBA player when they get a hamstring injury. Yes, I went down that rabbit hole and looked that up. Um, so, uh, you know, I don't think Kyle necessarily maybe will be out that long, but who knows? Um, so you may need Victor Oladipo to do more and more of this. So I, I was uh, highly encouraged by him, but I don't, to your point, necessarily think that it automatically means that he will be uh, that he will have a spot immediately. But I will say that if Philadelphia is the team and we're going to talk a little bit about who could be their opponents after the break, if it's Philadelphia and Maxi is giving them trouble and hunting those we shall not name at this moment, uh, I think that Caleb, Gabe and Oladipo all have um have you know flashes that they can throw it at a guy like Tyrese Maxey before we talk about any other series that would contain Tyrese Maxey or any other player I want to tell you about another great sponsor of the five reasons sports network and that is water cleanup of South Florida if you're a South Florida property owner with an insurance claim dealing with water mold fire damage looking for a reputable fully licensed insuring certified contractor Water Cleanup of Florida is here for you 24 hours a day. When a disaster strikes in your home or business, you need specialized, fast, and reliable services. Water Cleanup of Florida understands the impact and stress an unexpected disaster may cause. With over 20 years of combined experience, Michael, Robert, their entire team is prepared to handle any size disaster. The guys are third-generation contractors in South Florida, so continuing to maintain their sterling reputation is extremely important to them. Their objective is to make the cleanup and insurance claim process painful and hassle-free. Water Cleanup of Florida is also a licensed building contractor, so they provide the A to C service, one-stop shopping that busy homeowners and business owners, maybe just like yourself, require. There's no need to bring in any other contractors. They'll handle it all for you. Call Michael anytime on his personal cell, 954-579-0356. Again, that's Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-579-0356. Say hi to Michael. Tell him Greg Sylvander, Ethan Skolnick, Jonathan Ramlikan, and Five Reasons Sports Network, Five on the Floor, sent you. If you got the schmutz, they got the guts. 
Okay, so um, because I can't get a word edge wise on this podcast, if it's not just me and a, and a and a gentleman like Jonathan, if it's Ethan and Alex and them, they're gonna have they're gonna want to sound off on this Atlanta series. So I'm not gonna say we're putting a bow on this series to a five on the floor listeners. We're likely gonna circle back to it because I know that they're gonna have stuff to tell us. Brady too, he'll make us smarter. The other two, we don't know. Um, let's look ahead a bit. Toronto now just uh, reeled off two in a row. If any team could ever be fractured down to the point that they blow a 3-0 lead, it would be this Philly team. And gosh, that would be poetic justice, Jonathan. But ultimately, if we're playing the percentages, it's likely going to be Philly, right? Am I wrong to say that? I mean, even I'm a Philly hater, but right? Yeah, I think you're still correct. Even with the injury to Joel Embiid, they, they have to win one of these two games. I think they'll get enough from a maxi a Tobias Harris for them to get one of those two games and get the win. So um, I think that the Embiid injury is really interesting because some of the things that he re- really overwhelms from Miami with could be neutralized if he is not at full strength there, especially with Bam and Deadman um, uh, and their hacking skills, PJ Tucker too. Um, so I think that's interesting to watch. Uh, I am excited that they get this time off. Kyle gets some time off. Jimmy gets some time off. I think that um, it is, uh, we talked heat and five this whole time. It, it ended heat and five. So to me, they're right on schedule. I don't think anybody should be feeling um, like Atlanta pushed them in ways that should make you feel uncomfortable. Jonathan, is there anything out of that first round series that concerns you before we put to bed five on the floor tonight? Anything that just jumped off the page in that series that's just not sitting well with you as we look ahead to round two? Yeah, there is one thing that uh, did concern me a little bit, and that was some of the late game uh, offense, uh, especially in game three and then even a little bit tonight. Game three came down to Miami needing just two points to win the game, and it ended up being a Jimmy Butler fadeaway three. We've seen that all season long, and he's hit a couple of them in the playoffs. So you understand that the percentages are a little bit better come this time of year. But at the end of the day, that's not the shot that I want to look for when there's less than or when there's more than a second left on the shot clock, when you can create a little bit of offense, I want us to find a better look than a a fadeaway three. And then even tonight too, right? Although you're missing your two best players, you understand Atlanta is going to make a run. You're up 15. I think tonight uh, you want to close out this game just a little bit better. Of course you understand Deandre Hunter had a near career career game tonight. Um, But at the end of the day, to quote Alex Toledo, this team still should have closed out tonight's game just a little bit better with the way they were controlling, especially in that third quarter. And that the way that they knew in that third game, how they collapsed going into that fourth quarter, the same thing they let happen again tonight. I think that's something that we should just keep our eye on going on to this next series. Great points. Definitely things that frustrated me. Things that I think as the competition improves, the intensity goes up. Hopefully some of those mistakes will, will write themselves. But to your point, if they don't, they'll go home. Like Atlanta won't send them home, but other teams will. Boston will send your ass home if you don't fix some of that stuff. So I think you're, you're right on there with the late game stuff. Uh, I'm interested to see in this next series uh, what Tyler does. I think that he is, um, he's about to go off. Um, and I know that there maybe hasn't been a lot of indications that, especially when you look at box plus minus and stuff like that. But I have a feeling that this is going to be that, Philly is going to be a Tyler series. So I'm looking forward to that, but we're going to break down whatever that matchup ends up being. Let's hope Raptors Sixers go seven uh, and 
triple OT in every single game leading up to that game seven and into game seven so that the Heat get as much rest. But it sounds like uh, they will open on Monday. Uh, just to give everyone a quick reference point. The that's second. Lo- that's looking like Monday, May the 2nd. Thank you. Uh, is when they're going to be opening the first round series. It will be in Miami. So game one at FTX Arena against Toronto, the Toronto Raptors or Philadelphia 76ers. Again, one more time, the Miami Heat dispatch of the Atlanta Hawks 4-1 in the Eastern Conference quarterfinals. 97-94 is the final score. Uh, the heater on to the next one. Uh, so what is that? Uh, they are now 12 wins away. Let's go heat. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five regional sports network. Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for four 99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or seven up all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.